Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coffee Break Italian, Season 1, Episode 23. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. Ciao, it's Katie. We are back with another episode of Coffee Break Italian for you. And as we said last time, we are going to be helping you deal with unfortunate situations that sometimes occur when you're traveling on vacation. That is, when something's not going quite well or when you're not feeling too good and you have to perhaps visit the doctor or the pharmacy. Of course, last time we learned lots of useful phrases for talking about things that are sore. For example, Katie, can you remember how you would say, I have a sore head? Mm, o mal di testa. Very good. Or there's another way you can also say that. Mi va male la testa. Perfetto. So this time we're going to be adding to that and learning a few more phrases. Francesca, come stai oggi? Sto molto bene, grazie. E tu, Mark? Mm, sto bene, ma mi fa un po' male lo stomaco. Ti fa male lo stomaco? Ho mangiato troppo. Mm, hai mangiato le lasagne. Esatto, ah. sì, troppe lasagne. <ride> e Katie, come stai tu? Sono un po' stanca e mi fa male la bocca. Ti fa male la bocca? <ride> sì. Hai parlato troppo? Mm, have you said I've spoken too much? I, have Maybe. you spoken too much, yeah, ok. 
Okay, we're getting a little silly here, so I think we should get straight into our lesson. Siamo pronti? Prontissimi. Sì. Cominciamo. To begin with, I'd like to revisit something from an earlier lesson because we may need to find out where the pharmacy or the chemists is. Katie, can you remember how you say the word for the pharmacy or the chemists? Farmacia. La farmacia, yeah. And if you're a Spanish learner, you, re- you need to remember that it's farmacia. We'll not say any more in case people get confused. La farmacia. Now, how would we ask where is the pharmacy or where is the chemists? Dov'è la farmacia? Dov'è la farmacia, esatto. Can you think of another way that you could ask, perhaps, is there a chemists nearby? I think that would be, c'è una farmacia qui vicino? Molto bene. C'è una farmacia qui vicino? So two options there. Where is the chemists? Dov'è la farmacia? And is there a chemists or a pharmacy nearby? C'è una farmacia qui vicino? Perfetto. Now, we may want to start off our, our visit to the pharmacy by saying, I'm not feeling very well. Francesca, can you tell us how you would say, I'm not feeling very well? Non mi sento molto bene. Listen again to Francesca. Non mi sento molto bene. Non mi sento molto bene. So, literally, I am not feeling myself very well. Non mi sento molto bene. Non mi sento molto bene. I'm not feeling very well. You could equally say, non mi sento bene. I'm not feeling well. Aha. Uh-huh. Or, mi sento male. Esatto. Mi sento male. I'm feeling bad, literally. So, three possibilities. I'm feeling bad. Mi sento male. Mi sento male. I'm not feeling well. Non mi sento bene. Non mi sento bene. Or, if you want to be a little less dramatic, I'm not feeling very well. Non mi sento molto bene. Non mi sento molto bene. Okay, let's imagine the situation then. We've found the pharmacy. We've hobbled along the street to the pharmacy and managed to reach it. And now we need to explain our symptoms. And to do that, we're going to be using a word that we looked at last time. That word is to have. Katie, can you remember how to say the word to have in Italian? Avere. Avere. Now, we're not going to say to have a cold. We're going to say, I have a cold. And we now know how to say, I have a cold. Indeed, we can say everyone who has a cold. We can talk about all the different people who happen to have a cold or a fever or a blister or whatever it happens to be. So how would we say, first of all, I have? Oh. Oh. Okay. Then how would you say you have in the informal form? I. I. And then what about he or she has? Ah. Mm-hmm. So, so far we've got O, I, A. O, I, A. O, I, A. And can you remember how you would say have you or you have when we're talking about polite speech? It's the same. I think it's just A. Ah, exacto. So, O, I, A, and that A counts for he, she, it, or you formal. And then what about we have if you've all got blisters together after doing lots of hill walking? La 
lovely. I think it's abbiamo. Abbiamo. And then perhaps you might want to be using the word, do you have, or you all in this chemist, the people that work here, do you have anything for a blister? Avete. Avete, good. And what about they have? Anno. Anno. So those final three parts of our verb, abbiamo, avete, anno. Abbiamo, avete, anno. Abbiamo, avete, anno. And of course, we're leaving some space for all our listeners to repeat after Francesca. Let's say the whole verb one more time. This is the verb avere, to have. We'll go through all six parts. Francesca will say the Italian. We'll leave you some space and then Katie can repeat. So, here we go. O, o, ai, ai, a, a, abbiamo, abbiamo, avete, avete, hanno. Anno. And in our little rhyme, o ai a abbiamo avete anno. O ai a abbiamo avete anno. O ai a abbiamo avete anno. We got Katie singing again. Excellent. Okay. Let's think about some of the kind of things that we might have if we're talking about our symptoms. We could begin with something that sounds similar to the English, and that is a fever. Or the fever. I have the fever. Oh, scary. <laughs> o la febbre. O la febbre. So, o la febbre, I have the fever, meaning that you have a temperature, that your temperature is raised. O la febbre. O la febbre. What other kind of symptoms might we have? Francesca, can you tell us how you would say... I have the cold. Ho il raffreddore. Ho il raffreddore. Okay, ho il raffreddore. I have the cold. Now, I realise that in different parts of the world we may describe our symptoms differently. So I hope that you all understand what we're meaning by I have the cold. Basically, your nose is running, you're maybe coughing, you're not feeling too good. Mm -hmm. Non sí. mi sento bene. <laughs> sí. What about a cough? I have the cough. I have a cough. Ho la tosse. Ho la tosse. Can you say ho una tosse? No, you would need an adjective. O oh, una brutta tosse, for example. I so have, I a, have bad a bad cough. cough. Okay, o oh, una brutta tosse, or just o oh, la tosse. O oh, la tosse. Okay, maybe one other thing we mentioned earlier that you might have if you're describing some symptoms, and that might be I have a blister. Oh, I like that word in Italian. O oh, una vescica. O una vescica. Okay, o una vescica. Sì. It's maybe a nice word, but it's not a nice thing to have. No, it's terrible, <laughs> but it sounds nice. Vescica. Vescica. Okay, so o una vescica. Now, if we explain our symptoms in this way, we might need to ask, do you have something for, for example, a blister or the cold or the fever and so on? So, I wonder if our listeners can work out how you would say, do you have 
something for, let's take the fever. Do you have something for the fever? We've covered all of these words at different times in our course, but let's see if we can put them together when we really need them. Let's go through each of these words one by one. Katie, can you help us? How would you first of all say, do you have? Mm, I'm not quite sure which one to use here. Um, do you want me to be formal or am I speaking to more than one person? I suppose you have to work out what situation you're in. Maybe there is more than one person behind the counter, in which case you're referring to all the people who work here. Do you have? Or perhaps you're just being polite to one person. Let's go with the plural one. Do you have? Avete. Of course. Now, you've pointed out very rightly that avete means do you have. It means you have, but in English we put a do in front of it to make a question. In Italian, we don't need any kind of do. We just say avete using the plural verb form. So avete, that's the first part. What about something? Qualcosa? Perfetto. Si. Qualcosa. We, I think we learned that word when we were talking about... Souvenirs, I think. Souvenirs, yeah. Can you recommend me something or something like that? Yeah. Può consigliarmi qualcosa? Esatto. So qualcosa, something. Avete qualcosa? And then how would you say for the fever? Per la febbre? Benissimo. Let's hear the whole phrase. Avete qualcosa per la febbre? Avete qualcosa per la febbre? Or what about, do you have something for the cold? Katie, try to work that one out. Avete qualcosa per il raffreddore? Bravissima, Katie. Avete qualcosa per il raffreddore? Avete qualcosa per il raffreddore? Molto bene. What about, uh, do you have something for a cough? Or for a terrible cough? Can you remember how Francesca <laughs> said? Brutta tosse. <laughs> Una brutta tosse. So, do you have something for a terrible cough? Should I use a this time? Sì, come no. Okay. A qualcosa per una brutta tosse? Sì, giusto. A qualcosa per una brutta tosse? Perfetto. And one final one then. Do you have something for a blister? A qualcosa per una vescica? Okay, just watch your emphasis. It's vescica. Vescica. Okay. A qualcosa per una vescica. Perfetto. Now, what are the kind of things that we might be given for a una vescica, per esempio? Uh, I cerotti. I cerotti. I like that word. That's one of my favourite Italian Is words. It? I cerotti. I had to go and find cerotti one morning in Rome oh. a couple of months ago when I was there with my family. My son had cut his knee and we needed to go and find cerotti. Did you find them? We found them, oh. yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> they were very expensive, I have to oh, say. Oh, you've got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so cerotti are plasters, sticking plasters, or I guess they're called different things in different parts of the world, band-aids perhaps in the in the States. But anyway, you know what they are. And indeed, if you've got a vescica, then you'll definitely need un cerotto. Si. Or maybe even more o cerotti. Due, due cerotti. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. 
Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Stai imparando l'italiano, certo, ma vuoi imparare anche un'altra lingua? Did you know that you can also learn French, Spanish, German and Chinese with coffee break? Or if you'd like a quick espresso shot of another language, you can try one of our 26 one-minute language courses from Arabic to Zulu. For all your language learning needs, go to coffeebreaklanguages.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Okay, there are a few other things that we could learn, different words for different things that we may have that we need to explain to a pharmacist or indeed a, a doctor. First of all, an infection. This is a nice easy word. Un'infezione. Listen again. Un'infezione. Un'infezione. Katie, how would you say, my sister has an infection? Mia sorella ha un'infezione. Benissimo. Mia sorella ha un'infezione. My sister has an infection. Now, what about something else that happens quite often when we are traveling, particularly in a hot country? What about a bite or a sting? Una puntura. Okay, so Katie, can you say my father has... A bite. Mio padre ha una puntura. Sì, molto bene. Mio padre ha una puntura. Okay, so mio padre ha una puntura. So we have una puntura, un'infezione. Interesting because una puntura is the indefinite article there, una, because it's a feminine word. Then we've got infezione, which takes un, un apostrophe. It's a feminine word that begins with a vowel. Unifezione. 
Now, there's another thing that sometimes happens, and that's an uno word. And I'm thinking of the word for rash. What's a rash, Francesca? Si, uno sfogo. I think that word sounds like a rash. You can just imagine uno sfogo. (laughs) Not nice. Uno sfogo. So, Katie, how would you say my friend has a rash? And think carefully about the word for friend and how you say my friend. You can make it a male friend or a female friend, whatever you want. La mia amica ha uno sfogo. Eccellente. La mia amica, or il mio amico, ha uno sfogo. In this case, we use the definite article before the possessive adjective. Il mio amico, or la mia amica. Perfetto. Okay, I think we need to take a little break from all these illness symptoms because it's not very pleasant talking about all of this. There's lots more to learn. We also need to understand what the pharmacist or the doctor says to us in return. But before we do that, let's come back to Francesca for another Café Culturale. And we'll change the subject completely because this week, Francesca, you are talking about... A film. A film. Okay, so it's time for our Café Culturale. One of the things that I like to do if I'm not feeling very well, se non mi sento molto bene, is sit on the sofa with a big blanket and watch a good film, un bel film. Although you may have just started learning Italian, watching films or television series in a foreign language can be a great way to learn. Of course, you can use the subtitles, i sottotitoli, to help you. One of the most well-known Italian films is probably La Dolce Vita, but today I'm going to tell you a little about one of my favorite films, uno dei miei film preferiti. A film my students and I like very much is surely Pane e Tulipani, in English Bread and Tulips. This is the story of Rosalba, a housewife accidentally forgotten at the service station by her bus tour. To get home, she decides to hitchhike, but lift after lift, she ends up in colourful Venice, a Venezia, where a few eccentric characters will brighten up her life. Have you ever seen any Italian films or do you know any famous Italian actors? Post a comment on our Facebook page to tell us what you know about Italian cinema. Ah, il cinema italiano mi piace molto. Ti piace, sì? Sì, moltissimo. C'è un film che mi piace molto che si chiama Mine Vaganti. Conosci? Ah, lo conosco, sì. In inglese forse è Loose Cannons? Loose Cannons, esatto. È bellissimo. E anche qualcosa che mi piace molto del cinema italiano è la musica dei film. Sì, le colonne sonore. Esatto, soprattutto di Cinema Paradiso. Oh, sì, è commovente. Ma non ho visto questo film di cui hai parlato, Pane e Tulipani. No, non lo conosci? Non lo conosco. Allora devi assolutamente guardare pane e tulipani. Oh, that's a very interesting phrase that Francesca has just said. She says, devi assolutamente guardare pane e tulipani. 
She says, you have to absolutely watch this film. Devi guardare. You have to do something. Now, we've come across phrases like this before, where we're using a verb followed by the infinitive. And this is exactly what we're going to go on and talk about. Brava, Francesca. Grazie, grazie. So let's think about some of the advice or some of the instructions the pharmacist or the doctor may give us. We may be given pills. How do you say a pill in Italian, Francesca? Well, there are various words to say pill, as in English, I think. But uh, one that will always work, I think, is uh, pastiglia. So like a pastel, una pastiglia. Sì, una pastiglia. So the doctor or the pharmacist may say, you have to take these pills. Listen to this expression. Deve prendere queste pastiglie. Listen again and pay particular attention to the end of a number of words in there. Deve prendere queste pastiglie. Devi prendere queste pastiglie. So we've heard devi guardare questo film. You have to watch this film and that's the informal version. And now we've heard deve prendere queste pastiglie. You have to take these pills. Listen again one more time. Deve prendere queste pastiglie. Deve prendere queste pastiglie. So the word prendere means to take. And we know una pastiglia, a pill. So le pastiglie would be the pills, the plural form. And these pills is queste pastiglie. So you have to take these pills one more time. Deve prendere queste pastiglie. What's something else that the pharmacist or the doctor might say? Perhaps if we have uno sfogo. Deve mettere questa crema. Deve mettere questa crema. Okay, Katie, can you work out what that would mean? You need to put on this cream. Yeah, so you need or you have to put on this cream. You must put on this cream. Or apply this cream, I suppose you could say. Applicare questa sì, crema. applicare. Più tecnico. Ah, okay. So, applicare or mettere. Mettere, to put or to put on. Prendere, to take. So, deve mettere questa crema. You have to put on this cream. Per lo sfogo. For the rash. Now, there is also the chance that the doctor or the pharmacist may give us more instructions. For example, they may say three times per day. Tre volte al giorno. Tre volte al giorno. So the whole thing, you must take these pills three times a day. Deve prendere queste pastiglie tre volte al giorno. Katie, if you were the doctor in this scenario, what would you say? Deve prendere queste pastiglie tre volte al giorno. Okay. Or what about before eating or after eating? Two phrases that are very common in this situation. Sì. Prima dei pasti, literally before the meals. 
Listen again to that one. Prima dei pasti. Prima dei pasti. And after meals would be? Dopo i pasti. Dopo i pasti. So, prima dei pasti or dopo i pasti. Sì. So, how would we say, you have to take these pills three times a day before meals? Deve prendere queste pastiglie tre volte al giorno prima dei pasti. Katie, are you up for that? <laughs> Devi prendere queste pastiglie tre volte al giorno prima dei pasti. Eh, sei bravissima, Katie, ormai. You could get a job in, a, in an Italian chemist. Sì. <laughs> What about you have to apply this cream or put on this cream four times a day after eating? Ok. <laughs> Bit of a strange one there. Sì, un dottore un po' strano. Yeah, please, please don't take any of this as, as medical advice. No. <laughs> Deve mettere questa crema quattro volte al giorno dopo i pasti. Go on, Katie. Deve mettere questa crema quattro volte al giorno dopo i pasti. Perfetto, sì. <laughs> okay, now these are things that you have to do. Sometimes there are things that we must not do if there's a medical problem. So, for example, we may be told you must not smoke. Non deve fumare. So here we're just putting non in front of deve. You have to do something, you need to do something, you must do something. Deve, and that's the formal form. And here, we're changing it to non deve, non deve fumare, you must not smoke. Or what about you must not drink alcohol while you're taking these pills? Non deve bere alcolici. Let's try seeing these two phrases again. You must not smoke. Non deve fumare. Non deve fumare. You must not drink alcohol. Non deve bere alcolici. Non deve bere alcolici. And one more thing, you must not be in the sun, perhaps if you have had a little too much sun. Mm, it could happen in Italy. Non deve stare al sole. Non deve stare al sole. Now, obviously, with all of these situations, we are not really expecting you to have to see the instructions that the pharmacist or the doctor may tell you, but it's useful if you can say these, then you will definitely understand them if you hear them. That is about as much as we have time for in this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We'll definitely be covering some more symptoms and indeed remedies in our bonus episode, but we'll tell you more about that in just a moment. Okay, so to access that bonus episode and to find out lots more symptoms and indeed lots more remedies for different problems, then you can head over to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. There you'll find all our bonus materials, both for this episode and indeed all our previous episodes. And you'll get access to the bonus listening materials, our video versions of each lesson, and of course the lesson notes, which will help you understand the words and phrases covered in each lesson more effectively and make faster progress. Don't forget that you can join us on Facebook to practice your Italian some more at facebook.com forward slash coffee break Italian. 
And if you are on Twitter, we are at Learn Italian. And of course, both on Facebook and on Twitter, we'd much prefer to hear stories of your Italian cinema experiences rather than your medical problems. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be back again soon with more Coffee Break Italian. Grazie molte. E buona giornata a tutti. Ciao. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.